You're about to listen to Summer in Argyle, an Audible original featuring Bob Odenkirk. From Audible, the home of storytelling. When you're ready for your next comedy, go to audible.com slash sounds funny. Presto to you! My name is Dr. Elvin Van Vini, also known in professional circles as the Fabulous Van Vini. By trade, I am a general practitioner in Argyle, but also by trade, I am a magician. Come to Dr. Van Vini's operating theater, where I will make a kidney vanish before your very eyes. See incredible mentalism using the magical power of the dark arts. I will diagnose a lucky member of the audience with worms, and I will even attempt the dangerous blindfold gunshot trick. Should that go south, I will subsequently attempt the bullet removal trick. Buy your ticket by dialing 9 one fun and asking for an emergency magic show. Argyle's Hospital and Emporium are located conveniently on Richard Nixon Boulevard. So come on down and bring your children. And remember, wonder is still around you. Just shut your books. Take a look. Magic is near and far. Don't go to school. Don't study hard. You'll be a Magician, a Hollywood star. Dr. Elvin Van Vini's operating theater is absolutely not suitable for children. The Dr. Van Vini operating theater does not accept most types of insurance, and most insurance do not accept Dr. Van Vini. Happy? Van Vini! Dr. Van Vini? Hello to my lovely assistant today. Doctor. Dr. Van Vini? I'm sorry I'm late. I was stuck in a show mid-trick. I forgot how to put the person back together. What, like cut in half in a performance or surgically operating on them? Ah, there is no distinction. A surgery is a performance. You see? There's a world of wonder out there. Just shut your books. Take a look, magic is near and far. Don't go to school, don't study hard. You'll be a magician, a Hollywood Doctor, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the patient is losing a lot of blood. Right, of course, the patient. I will operate on our brave volunteer. Uh, just to confirm, we've never spoken before? The patient has never met you, Dr. Van Vini. Excellent! Just proving that there is no way I coordinated any of his injuries before tonight's surgery. What's his name? His name is Richie McDonough. A round of applause for Richie, everybody! A round of applause for Richie, everybody. Ugh. Let's take a look at our subject. Here, take my hat, please. What do we have? Was he shot? A bullet trick gone wrong? An amateur knife swallower? Worse, it was a lawn dart accident, Doctor. It's lodged inside his appendix. Wow. Okay. The disappearing lawn dart trick. I've never attempted that before. Only the greatest magicians in the world should use lawn javelins. That's why they were outlawed, you know. Oh, I thought it was because of the high rates of child Silence! injury. Silence! 
sir. Whew. Oh, boy. Uh, real surgery. Okay. What, did they teach you in magic school for this? Come on, Alvin. Ah, yes. Brilliant. Can you hand me the scrapey thing? I'm, I'm pointing at it over there. No, you're not looking where I'm pointing. There. There. No, there. The scraper? Yes! Ah! Oh ho ho! Hmm! Uh oh! And presto! A lawn dart magically appears in our volunteer's appendix! Doctor, the dart was there in the first place. Oh, really? But answer me this. Was there a lawn dart here? Oh my god, there's a second lawn dart by his grip cage. How did you do that? Mm, a surgeon never spills his secrets. Thank you, thank you. Dr. Ritchie is losing a lot of blood. Okay, okay. A medical emergency. Hold it. Maybe try something more scientifically proven? My scarves! I don't see any scarves. Yeah, right now you don't. But if I wave my scalpel and presto, a million silk scarves magically appear in the volunteer's mouth. Excellent trick, Doctor. And now he's choking. I know. Pull them out. Yeah. All colors of the rainbow. For my next incision, voila, a third lawn dart appears. Incredible. Hang on, I need to wash my hands. I always forget. Whoop, that's for me. I've got to get going. Doctor, but what about the patient? Administer a round of applause when he returns to his seat. If he wakes up and I'm not back, keep him in a holding pattern and tell him to pick a card. You see, wonder is all around you. Just shut your books. Take a look. Magic is near and far. Don't go to school. Don't study hard. You'll be a magician. Hollywood star. Doctor? Doctor! Well, he's dead. But that was one hell of a show. Hmm. Hope you're enjoying summer in Argyle. Looking for some more laughs? Here's a quick clip from Past My Bedtime, an Audible original featuring David Harbour and an all-star cast. When you're ready for more, go to audible.com slash sounds funny. Ellen had just set the Dixons on a path that would change all their lives and mine forever. Three months later, Past My Bedtime with Donnie Dixon would premiere live on Fox to an audience of 40 million. Six minutes after that, it would be off the air. And no one has seen or heard from Donnie Dixon in over a decade. No one even cares. But I care. Pretty tough, if you ask me. That poor doctor did all he could, reached into his bag of tricks, but couldn't save Richie. But as with most dark skies, there was a silver lining. The town's historical society offered to give Richie a burial at the Ye Olden Argyle Town and Historic Coin Laundromat. It was a packed event, a touching and sweet funeral for his many loved ones. After that ended, they held a second spillover funeral for those who didn't know or love him. Hello all and welcome to the secondary funeral service for Richie McDonough held at the historical town and laundromat. We're really trying to limit this to people who knew Richie the least. So if you had a personal connection with him, especially loved ones, 
We ask that you respect our limited grief and leave immediately. Thank you for allowing us to vent in peace. Headlining our service tonight is Dr. Elvin Van Vini. Elvin. Uh, hello and good evening. Can I get a presto? Presto. 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 Fantastico. You're such a great audience. Richie McDonough. <sighs> what can I say about Richie? Well, my friends, let me check my notes. Ah, yes. His friends knew him as a five foot nine, 17 year old with brown hair. And male, of course. <laughs> Who could forget that? When we first met, I remember thinking, I hope I can save his life. <laughs> Typical Richie. Always laying supine, not saying a word, very close to snuffing it. That was the Richie we all knew. Some of his family said Richie was a hugger. I didn't notice any of that at all. I think they're wrong. <laughs> Blood, he had it on the inside where it counts. Mm -hmm. AB positive. Positive, let's think about that. A and B, first two letters of the alphabet. There's no blood type Z. Richie, he lived only so long. And then he stopped doing that, as we all must do. But who can say when the hour will come for each of us? I'm <laughs> getting off track. We're talking about Richie, not me. Richie, when I met him, his eyes were closed, and they stayed that way. I don't have his eye color on the chart here. I'm guessing brown. When Richie comes into our memories, he will also come into our hearts. A heart that Richie had. Four chambers, presumably. Aortas. I could go on and on about the stuff inside of Richie. But there's one thing we will all miss. Uh, said that. This page is blank. Mm, his weight? His weight. That 167-pound ray of sunshine permeated our community, permanently blinding us with friendship, sincerity, and a true and lasting commitment to rigor mortis. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Gosh. It feels like it was just last week that I met the little bugger. I loved him like a patient. Let me be the last person to say this. Ricardo? You will be missed dearly by all, by none, by some, and by one, myself. Yes. Yeah. And now, a song for Richie. Just shut your books, take a look, magic is near don't go to school, don't study hard, you'll be a magician, a Hollywood star. Presto. 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 Thank you, Dr. Van Veen. Just a friendly reminder, folks, this is a no-crying funeral. Please keep it to yourself. And if you're doing your laundry, the line for the fabric softener is over there. And now, please welcome Dr. Johannes Linlow, the vice principal of High Hanson High School. Mr. Linlow? I'm over here. Ah, yes, of course. 
Mr. Lindlow has opted to speak from the podium in the back, so if you would all rotate your chairs, Mr. Crayon, please play the chair moving him. Thank you, Mr. Crayon. Of the hundreds of high school students that have come through High Hanson over the years, six or seven have been great. Actually, six. Well, if you think about it, five. Five were solid. Well, actually, four were solid. One was more disjointed, but, well, at least three were definitely solid. Well, when I say three, let's say four were solid, but three were continuously solid, and one left under unusual circumstances. Okay, three. What is but this again, for? I think somebody's I was unable to sort of put a finger on number two, so I'd say there was at least one that was a great student, but there were some good students. Three great, good students. Anyway, point is, Richie was one of those two. When a student like Richie passes on, I'd like to turn to a Bible verse to help me through times of trouble. No specific Bible verse, just, you know, any Bible verse works. It's all fine. And if I may, I would now like to read from a random passage. I'll just open my Bible. And here, this is perfect. Uh, Leviticus 24, a classic, I'm sure. <clears throat> and so he brought a basket of dates to them. Wise words of healing. Now, in recognition of Richie's incredible contributions, his basket of dates, if you will, to our school as a substitute bowler, we diverted money for new rain gutters for the building in order to commission this artificial animatronic likeness of Richie. We put his vocal cords into the robot so that we may hear Richie's caring voice forever. The voice modulator was graciously donated to us for a large fee by an anonymous and very wealthy couple, Greg and Tammany Porch. They said they didn't need to use the asker anymore. I'll try it now, so I'll start. <clears throat> so, Richie, what's it like living in Argyle? Now, we simply press the easy speak button on his forehead and... My name's Richie. I'm dead. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, Richie, uh, uh, how did you like bowling for the number twos? My name's Richie, and I'd like to welcome you to my grave. <laughs> okay, Richie, uh, <clears throat> how about leading us in the High Hanson fight song? Oh, right, I need to press the button. How about a teeny spoon of strawberry squirrel, muchachos? Mm. Some of the original phrases may still be in there. Thank you, Richie. Uh, now, before I go, I would just like to say something personal from the heart. I'm doing a load of laundry right now because my home doesn't have a washer. Does anyone want to go double dutch on the load? Uh, th thank you, Mr. Lindlow. And now, finally, Here's Miss Princely from the Argyle Lost and Found with a touching assessment of Richie's belonging. Uh, I'm over here. Uh-huh, perfect. Miss Princely has opted to speak from the front. If you would all rotate your chairs once again, Mr. Crayon, please play the chair hymn in reverse. 
does it mean to lose a person? As the director of the Lost and Found, I constantly experience loss at a very impersonal level. Richie lost a lot of things in his day. He was a huge loser. Honestly, it was impressive. I have many of his things that he misplaced and didn't claim before his tragic death here today. A white shirt, a bicycle pump, a belt buckle in the shape of a horse, a life raft. How profound. Richie lost his life raft. Life raft. Life raft. In accordance with his will and best guesstimate, these lost items will be cremated and buried with him, so he may at last be reunited with his most cherished possessions in the afterlife. The Native Americans have 100 words for lost and found, each one a little longer than the last, but all of them point us back to one ancient secret concept. If no one comes to claim something after two weeks, you can have it. And unfortunately for Richie, a lawn dart has claimed his life. So we must claim our own lives. Do it for Richie. And now, please join me in the hymn, Heaven's Lost and Found. Mr. Crayon, are you ready? And a one, and a two, and a buckle my shoe. We've lost him, we've lost him. Whither did he go? We shall look together. With the In magician's name, Presto. Presto! It was a touching and utterly impersonal service. And now you know how the animatronic Richie McDonough ended up at the laundromat and historical town. But our story is far from over. Remember, the town was in the hole for $1 million. It all came down to that sponsorship deal they had with the porches. The hot dog committee invited Greg and Tammany back to collect their one million. Or so they thought. Feet go on desks and then we're lost. And then we're lost. Let's go already! Order! Order! I'm calling this emergency budget session of the hot dog committee to order. I'd like to welcome Mr. Daryl Johnson and Mr. Jim Tiley. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Yes, and I'm Carrie Weathers. Let's have the record reflect that, thank you. I'd like to extend a... Extra special welcome to our sponsors for this event, Mr. Greg Porch and Miss Tammany Porch. Thank you so much for this million dollar lifeline. Your sponsorship has really saved our bacon because Jim's cousin Hank is getting really antsy about the repayment. Isn't that correct, Mr. Tiley? Well, yeah, it was the honor code. 
Regardless, we really appreciate the $1 million. After the tragic death of Richie McDonough, our sponsorship deal will help us rebuild. We take cash, credit, and novelty-sized checks. Well, this is a bit awkward. <laughs> we aren't selling the Asker anymore. What? Well, Tammy and I discovered the beautiful sensation of not needing to rely on free samples for ice cream, or anything else for that matter, so we sold the Asker voice box to the Historical Society. Therefore, our sponsor deal is nil and null and void and, well, zeroed out, kaput. <laughs> Which is to say, since there's nothing to sponsor, we can't pay the million dollars. Oh. Uh, uh oops. So then how the heck can we pay back Jim's cousin Hank? Actually, uh, hot dog people, if I could, oop, intrude with a further complication and possible solution. Tammany here. Hi, Tam. Yes, please. I hope it's a solution. Even better. On hunting day, Greg and I came across the Easy Cash store. Well, that's where Hank works and, and where we got the loan in the first place. Right. Hank told us they were shutting down because he kept firing people and no one was paying. So the store is gone. Then I don't owe anything. <gasps> Hold up. So we got to talking, and Tammany and I were just so taken with the idea of money and giving it and taking it in exchange for things that, well, we bought it. We bought the place that helps people buy things. <laughs> we're rebranding it to the Easy Cash Quick and Loan. Thought we should buy the two letters on the sign. We do have a leftover apostrophe, though, if anyone needs one. We'll talk later. Long story short, since we own the Easy Cash store now, you all, the town of Argyle, actually owe us one million dollars. Oh. Eep. Now hold on, hot dog people. No need to eep. We're fair folks. We understand you can't quite pay all of it. <laughs> we'll do what we can. Quick, Carrie, Jim, turn out your pockets. I, I, I have 26 cents and a piece of lint but I'd rather keep that. It was my grandfather's. And I have a dollar bill in my bank account. I don't have pockets, but I bet there's money in my clothes somewhere. Give me privacy. Please, don't worry. We aren't after your money. <laughs> you're, you're not? Heavens no. We want Argyle. Oh, like own our town? Yes, and everything in it. <laughs> we did the math. The whole town is the closest thing any of you have in this whole town to a million dollars. Well, he's right. What would you do with our town? Oh, nothing big. You know, just spruce it up a bit, add fluorescent lighting to every room, brighten it. Fewer trees. And a no seatbelt rule. And one other idea that's a surprise. You'll just have to trust us. I, I see. I guess we don't have a choice, do we? Not at all. Can we even sell the town? We're just the hot dog committee. Actually, Carrie, we're the only committee that can sell the town. Okay then, all in favor of selling the town to Greg and Tammany Porch? Aye, aye. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. <laughs> ah, hooray. Let's get to work. Hot dog people, you're gonna love what we have planned.